wrestling fans. Now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. We know what you're thinking. Did they fire off six fascinating points of interest or only five? Well, to tell you the truth, in all the excitement of watching and listening to Long Island's number one wrestling podcast, I've actually forgotten myself. But being this is the Monty and the Farrow from Indie Music Studios in Ronkonkoma, and the fact that they were talking to yet another champion wrestling star, one of the most powerful and talented performers from the wrestling franchise, and not to forget well-informed and provocative interview questions asked and answered, it was such an interesting and entertaining hour, the questions nearly blew your head clean off. Now you've got to ask yourself a question. Do I feel lucky? Do ya, punk? What? Yeah. No, I'm... Yeah, I'm behaving myself. I'm, no, I'm not playing in abandoned buildings. What? Again? Now. I suppose you had those people follow me again. Fine. Hey. This is Jimmy Farrell from Monty and the Farrell, and I want to thank all our subscribers. We have now passed 14,000 on our YouTube channel. But I want to ask our subscribers to take the next step for us and become a full-fledged member of Monty and the Pharaoh. Yeah, that's right, folks. There's three different levels to choose from. There's free shirts. There's free autographs. Just check it out and become a member of Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Pharaoh. Later. Welcome to Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast, Monty and the Fa- Wait a minute. Monty? Hi, I'm WWE Hall of Famer, Mr. USA, Tony Atlas, also known as Monty. Got my main man right here, the Pharaoh. We got some wonderful guests over here. We got the Monto, Monto, Monto man sitting here. And we got the Huckster sitting over here. Got some of the best guests around. I'm so happy to be here. Just call me Tony Monte. Tony, Hello. Tony Monty? Yes. And I'm so glad that we got these great people over here. Look at the wonderful uh, guests we got to do. You guys introduce yourself there, brother. Tell them who you are. XNWA WCW superstar, ravishing Randy Hogan here, brother. Randy Hogan, baby! Yeah, I am. Number one, Man impersonator, past, present, and future. Yeah. Much. Oh, man. Dig it. And together... We are Mega Powers. 2.0, yeah. 
the mega power baby like that well i'm gonna tell y'all mega power people something i got my main man right here jimmy Farrell, and jimmy Farrell would jump down your throat top things on your liver what? and dare your heart to be because jimmy Farrell here is a tower of power too sweet to be <laughs> oh, sour often imitated but never duplicated thank god broad at the shoulder down at the hip Nobody at Martin Farrell give him any lip. If you see him come to you, better step aside. A lot of men didn't. A lot of men died. He wow. was raised what? in a cave by old female lad. No high-toned woman make him walk a straight line. Who am I to argue? Wow. Who am I to wow. argue? Jimmy Farrell. So y'all get ready for wow. it. What do you think of that much? This, yeah, I got nothing, brother. <laughs> this is what the time is right here. That's yeah. a promo, brother. That's right. We well, see, I'm getting ready oh, for it. People don't realize I'm getting ready for the best thing that ever happened in my life. The best thing that ever happened in my life. The best thing that ever happened in my life. The best? Oh, Having no. Having a sip of... Oh, no. Good fucking <laughs> oh, wine. Boy. Yeah. Oh, I got boy. so lit up on this stuff here the other day. <laughs> I was high as a kite, brother. You know, it, this is better than the pipe. <laughs> wow. How is that possible? Oh, brother, you take a sip of this. Oh, I guess it is possible. Wine, brother. Right. It's it the name of it. You, yeah, fair you enough. get totally monked up? This is the stuff. Monked up. Monked up is a nice way of saying F up. Okay, all right. But this is some good wine. I didn't realize it at first, but but I drink me some of this right here, and boy, this is good, good, good stuff. Yeah, it's like what the label says. It's good stuff. And it reminds me of a song there. Oh, no. Let's hear it. No, don't encourage him. Oh, my God. But what we would like to do, if it's okay with my main man, the Farrell. Yeah, we'll let back. I would like y'all start with you, Mr. Hogan. You know, in the wrestling business, you and I, we we talk, and ain't many wrestling left from from, from our era. And a lot of people know how Tony Atlas got started. They know how... Hulk Hogan got started. They know how Bob Orton got started. Y'all take the time. How do you got how you got into this business? What got you interested in this business? And just talk about you, brother. Let the people know who you are and what you represent and why you are in this business. Well, and if you got any good stories, we love to hear it. I'm not sure I can tell them. Well, do the best you can. Going way back. Seven, eight-year-old kid I was. Grandparents loved professional wrestling. Took me to Olympia Stadium in Detroit before Cobo Hall, before Joe Louis Arena was around. Raised on guys like The Sheik, Wilbur Snyder, Bobo Brazil, Killer Kowalski. So I was raised up as a fan all these years and became a fan and stayed a fan until one day I decided you know, I really want to know what's real and what's fake. I had no idea. Professional wrestling. What, year, like well, what year is this? This would be about 1981. 81. 81. And I used to play in a band, and we were playing a Holiday Inn circuit in the South, mm-hmm. and we are in Columbus, Georgia. And I know, Tony, you've been to Columbus. Yeah. Uh, every Wednesday night. And the night, thing, Hulk Hogan was in a band. That's right. He was. He played bass guitar and I exactly. played drums. Yeah. Okay. Oh. What a rhythm section, huh? I there we you. go. 
I was going to say, your pocket pool was, uh, you know, were you gold medal in pocket pool? I mean, what are we talking about? Just like, just like, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead, bro. Like, like, like the other Hogan's first movie, you know, No Holds Barred. Right. His brother's name was Randy. Right. But anyways. Right. Um, being a fan, playing in a band, and all the wrestlers used to stay at this holiday inn I was working at. Okay. So, uh, and they come into the bar afterwards, so I got to see some, I knew them all from the magazines, and that was it. Scared. But you had guys like Wahoo McDaniel and uh, Eddie Mansfield. Wow. Anyways, Eddie Mansfield. This is Mid Atlantic territory you're talking about, right? Atlanta, Atlanta, yes, Columbus, it, no, no, Georgia. WCW then, yeah. Uh, it was, uh, I think, NWA. NWA, well, baby. NWA was yeah. said NWA then. Yep, yeah, 81. Right. Aren't you Georgia heavyweight champion or Yeah, but they changed to WCW. Uh, yeah, later on, a little later on, a little later. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I got to know Eddie. And through Eddie, I got to know Ted and Jerry Oates. Uh, who were a brother, yes. tag team all the over, brother, yeah, yeah. and uh, Jerry owned the gym there. That's right. So I got to know uh, Eddie well and uh, started talking to him and used to uh, go to the gym with him, working right. out and everything. Now this is uh, the day back in kayfabe, I didn't know nothing. Eddie exposed, told me nothing about the business other than stuff that was going on with him at the time. Right. So, uh, um, we went through that, and I had moved to uh, I was managing a restaurant, and got moved up to uh, Marietta, Georgia. And my father passed away um, down in Florida, so I got transferred down there. How old was your dad? My dad was 56. That's young. Had a brain tumor. That's young. Oh, yeah. Man. yeah. So, uh, so I was managing a restaurant, anyways, and they closed the restaurant. And I said, well, shit, what am I going to do now? So that's when I had the question, you know, I wonder if this wrestling is real or fake or whatever. So I called Jerry Oates. I said, Jerry, do you know anybody down here that trains people? And, uh, excuse me. Jerry said, well, there's only one. His name is Hiro Matsuda. Oh. Who trained Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Um, worked very close with the with the Grams. I uh, trained Lex Luger. So um, he didn't Jerry break your said, he didn't break your leg, did he? No, not mine. Uh, well, fortunately, no, not. Broken. One one broken uh, Hogan leg was enough for him. Thank well, God. That was okay. also so, 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 come back. So who finally ended up training you? Uh, Ted and Jerry Oates. You were trained by Ted and Jerry Oates. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, about thirteen months. Okay. Okay. So now at this point. I knew nothing, but I thought I knew everything. Oh boy! You know, oh I was boy. fortunate enough that that I could take bumps from anywhere. I don't know. I just you remember who your first opponent was? Yeah, he was called the Executioner. Um, was that Jerry Stubbs? No, his name was uh, Grady something. I don't remember. Right, right. It was a fundraiser they had for the Police Athletic League. Okay. Time. And what name you went under there? Randy Franklin. Because my dad's name was Frank. Right. So I took that. And I always had the mustache now since right. I was 18 now, years now, old. Now, when did the Hogan impersonation came about? What, what impersonation, I... brother. I'm three years older than him. <laughs> he yeah. is a Randy Hogan impersonator. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Don't make me come out where, of retirement, Tony. We're getting where, to where, the bottom of this now. I'm afraid to cross the When did you... Careful. Was, when, when, when did you got the recognition for being the original okay. Hogan. Okay, I'll make the rest well of the story done. short. Well okay? done. Yeah. 
I thought I knew everything. I was done. Didn't want to wrestle nothing. Always went to the matches because I still lived in Columbus. And one of the guys I trained with was putting up the ring. So I said, Bill, what are you doing? He says, well, they rent the ring from me when they come to town. I put it up. And he asked me, you know, are you wrestling? Are you doing anything? I said, no, I'm not doing nothing. So what are you doing? He says, I'm wrestling in this little uh, bar up in, I think, Athens, Georgia. What Athens, about? yes. Yeah. And he says, why don't you come with me sometime? I said, well, I'd love to come watch you. Um, and he said, bring your stuff. I said, I'm not bringing my stuff or nothing. <laughs> I just want to go watch you. Hmm. So I went and watched them once, and I went the second time, and somehow I got in my, my bag and took it up. And like most of these little independent shows at the time, when you're playing in a bar in, in front of maybe 30 drunk soldiers, which it was at the time, mm -hmm. um, there were some no-shows. So the promoter guy goes to my friend Bill and says, hey, does he want to wrestle? And I said, well, okay. Now again, I think I know everything, okay? So promoter says, you know, okay, you're going to wrestle this guy named Animal, and he's going to go over. He says, okay. Is that Animal or the Roll Warriors? No, this is just another, a, animal, just right. a, another guy, yeah. Similar, but anyway. anyway. So I go in the back, and I says, Bill. I says, I'm wrestling Animal, and he's going over. I said, now, does that mean he's, like, going over the top rope <laughs> or going to throw me over? Oh, you knew everything. Over? I knew oh, everything, right. Oh, boy. He says, no, dummy, that means he's going to win. I said, oh. Okay, so anyways, I went through, I got through the match. They're okay. Came in the back, promoter says, can you come back next week? And I said, well, sure. Now, this is one of those hot dog and a handshake days we joke about. Right. That wasn't no joke, brother. That was true. And it drove three hours to get there. But uh, so I went back the next week, and he says, you know what? Now, this is early 80s. He says, you kind of look like that Hogan guy. <laughs> now, Hulk was just Hulk Hogan was just being yeah. born. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, you just won the belt. Yeah. yeah. So he said, we're going to call you Hal Hogan, and you're going to be his cousin. I says, okay. So I thought about it. I said, you know, I don't mind the Hogan thing, but I don't want to be Hal because I don't know who the hell they're talking about. You said about. this was in 1980? Yeah, like 81. 81, 80, yeah. Right in there, yeah. And uh, he says, okay, you can be Randy. So because of this little bar, a hot dog and a handshake, I was given the, the Randy Hogan name. Fantastic. So Fantastic. you never felt you never felt pigeonholed by it as the years went on. Did you? Did you? Yes and no. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, the yes part is because I only got so far in the business. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was different back in the territory of days. Of course, we were a lot yeah, more work yeah, and everything yeah. else. But uh, doing the the Hogan thing, you know, you go and you watch. Uh, other guys that are on the matches, and you go watch them into the house, and they introduce you to a promoter, and that's kind of how you progress and get jobs from this guy, that guy, and the other. Well, then I was in a uh, in a match once, and I built up, and because of the, the Hogan gimmick, now I was still whatever they wanted me to be, his cousin, his uncle, his brother, I don't care. Mm -hmm. Pin me, pay me. There you go. So I was up in the, uh, uh, I was wrestling, and the main event had this uh, self-proclaimed, 40-year veteran Alabama junior heavyweight champion, Mike Jackson. Mm -hmm. He was in the main event. And, you know, he was on TV. It's jobber, enhancement, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, so I said, you know, how do you get on TV, Mike? And he says, well, I actually bring guys up. He says, I can't guarantee you anything, but if you want to drive up with us. They were doing uh, uh, tapings at TBS Studios in Atlanta, 
every Wednesday, mm. three hours. So uh, I went and my very first TV match was a tag against the Warlord and the Barbarian. Oh, wow. Whoa. Okay. Okay. Warlord picked me up in one of his presses. I'd never been so high in my life, okay? They turned me over and I landed, correct. I just wanted to jump up and say, yeah, you know? That was great. So but, you enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. Do I it did. again. Thank so you, I, sir. May yeah. I have another? Uh, wow. So I sold it. Uh, I want to get him in a little bit, if you don't mind. Macho. Uh, macho, yeah. How? Yeah. Now, now I'm, I'm sitting here looking at you. Right. You, you jack, brother. It's uncanny. You, you are, you are freaking jacked out of, out of this freaking world. Be, before you get into how you got started, like, like, like Hogan did, can you give the fans just a glimpse idea of what regiment you did? Because, you know, everybody's body is different. You know, I, right. I may have did one thing in my day to develop myself. Huck Hogan did something in his day to develop himself. Uh, the Ultimate Warrior have another workout. What was your way of, of training? And once you explain that, can you do pretty much the same thing that, that the Hogan did? Can you explain what got you into the business and who helped you to get started in this? But I, I, I'm interested to know myself, you know, how in the hell you get to look like that? You jack, bro. Man, this is coming from somebody who's twice my size. Man, I'm trying to get like you, brother. Man, you see those arms right there? Well, all you got to yeah. do is get fat, bald-headed, black, and ugly. You look just like what? me. Well, I'm halfway there. <laughs> Don't worry about that. But here's the deal. As far as uh, what I do, is a lot of trial and error, man. You know what I mean? I've been doing it for a long time. I've tried every diet under the sun. Uh, every supplement, every type of workout, and the thing is, man, you got to find what works for you. Right. And that's only going to happen through years and years of trial and error. And basically what I've found is a lot of supplements, most supplements for bodybuilding are a crock of shit. Really? Yeah, yeah none of it's uh, FDA approved. Really? Yeah, yeah I'm not, not a big uh, supplement guy. You know, I believe in, uh, you know... The standard uh, protein powder, you know, right. I take some pre-workout to get me going. Um, some uh, branched-chain aminos, you know what I mean? The uh, the powder mix, you know, I drink that during my workout. So basically, man, the only supplements that I take is, uh, you know, before I work out, during my workout, and after I work out. It's right. pretty much, you know, I got my protein before and after, and I have my uh, aminos during, and... Uh, you know, throw in a pre-workout to get me going, but everything else, man, you know, if you're if you're eating right, if your diet is on point, you don't need supplements. Cause that's how what many they days are. a week you normally put into the gym? I actually try to go seven days. Seven uh, days? Yeah, and uh, I'll tell you because mentally, you know, I try to stay on a routine of like, okay, you know. So you work each muscle like twice a week or once a week? Like like my, my old routine uh, when I first started, on, on Monday was a Monday Thursday. I push. I did chest, shoulders, and tries on Monday Thursday. Mm -hmm. On Tuesday, I usually do back and buys. And on Wednesday was a uh, 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 Wednesday Saturday was legs. So I used to do six. I have cut it back here lately to only four days a week. And eventually, I'm gonna cut it up to three because I'm getting up there in age. But uh, like for example. What were your repetition range? Was it eight to ten, or ten to fifteen, or all tens, or and how many sets you normally would do in a in a workout? Well, 
<clears throat> the first uh the first part of that question uh the seven days a week is basically i do one body part okay each day the other days i'll do cardio you know what oh, I mean? Okay. I so I'll do, that. you know, chest on, you know, Monday, and then Tuesday is back, you know, like that. And then, right. uh, you know, on the other days, just to go. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I'll do abs. I'll do cardio. Sometimes I'll go in and I'll just do forearms or something just to get me to go seven right. days. Right. Because mentally, it helps me to go seven days because it's like, you know how easy it is to yeah. go seven days. Or you go six days and then you take that one day off and then Monday comes and it's hard to get back in there. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? It's weird yeah. like that, but I try yeah. not to let that happen. Um, as far as my workouts go. Well, were you training before you got into the business or it was something you really got involved after you got into business? Um, to be honest with you, I started training because I wanted to look like a wrestler because I wanted to be a wrestler. And I thought that the first thing that I need to do is look the part which kind of goes ignored these days. You know, yeah. I'm not even going to get started on that right That's now. That's right. But, you know, Preach before it, getting in, what's that? Preach it, brother. Oh. Guys, <laughs> up hold, on that, hold that thought. We're going to be going to a commercial. We will be right back with the Mega Powers 2.0 yeah. and uh, Atlas and the Pharaoh. See you in a second. That's right, folks. Canine Corral. For all your dog daycare and overnight care, call 631-549-1544. That's 631-549-1544. The Monty and the Pharaoh Show is brought to you by... Because wine is your second favorite four-letter word. California wine... New York attitude. Good fucking wine. Yeah. And Nitro's Garage for all your automotive needs. Call 646-675-2349. That's 646-675-2349. For all your automotive needs, Nitro's Garage. Ask for Jack. All righty, we are back with Long Island's number one pro wrestling broadcast with uh, Atlas and the Pharaoh, normally Monty and the Pharaoh, and our special guest, Mega Powers 2.0. Take it away, Mach. Where was we? Take right. it back. Well, as far as my working out, man, I'm going to make it real simple. Uh, basically, I try to keep it intense, man. It ain't about, I uh, don't go super heavy, because honestly, I'm not that strong. I look a lot stronger than I am. Huh? What I do is I do a lot of drop sets. I do a lot of supersets, I'll do a lot of giant sets, and for those out there that don't know what that is, Google it! <laughs> yeah, no, but basically what it is is, you know, uh, drop sets is like, you know, you do, uh, you know, as many as you can with, with a certain weight, let's say 100, you know what I mean? Whatever, you're, you know, uh, a chest press machine, whatever, right? right? right. <laughs> 100 pounds, you do as many as you can until failure, then you drop it down to like 70 pounds. Mm -hmm. You do it again until you just, you know, you're not even counting at this point, you're just going until go you to can't failure. go. Yeah. And then you drop it down again. Yeah, pyramids is another, you know, you go up and then you go down. So I do things like that, man. I hardly ever do just straight sets. Um, who, who, who got you into business? Who, who trained you? I was originally... And what year was it? It was 1997. And uh, I was working at a gym. Um, and I was introduced to a guy that was an independent wrestler. Uh, he went by the name Shark Attack Kid back in the day. Okay. Um, 
New York guy. You know, I'm originally from New York. This was uh, in Westchester County where I'm originally from. And uh, he, uh, you know, my, my boss introduced me to right. him. And uh, and I just, you know, said, hey, man, would you, uh, you know, would you train me, man? It's something I wanted to do my whole life. And thank God he said yes because it was all, you know, it changed my life. And uh, right. next thing you know, man, I was, uh, you know, I had my first match the next year, 1998. And I wrestled uh, probably uh, about 15 years um, right. before I kind of called it quits or my back yeah. called it quits for me. Well, you know, I, I always, I'm sure both of y'all got asked this question a minute time because I have. Who was your favorite wrestler to wrestle? I get asked that all the time. To wrestle? Uh, who was yours, Hogan? Wow. That's a tough one. There have been so many. Because there's so many good The ones that stand out is any time I was in a tag match against uh, Jimmy Cornette and the Midnight Express. Wow. Okay. Now, I nice. wrestled every combination through the years of the Express. Sure. Uh, Stan Lane and... Uh, Condry. And, 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 and Bobby. And, of Wood. course, Bobby. So, yeah, so you would say that was your that, favorite? That was my favorite. favorite my favorite thing. individual was probably Barry Windham. Barry Windham. Nice. Wow. What about you, Mancho? Well, you may not remember this, Tony, but I've wrestled you, brother. Get out of town. I have Tony. wrestled you for uh, you, Gino you, Caruso's ECPW. And I got I got pictures, brother. Vic Divine is the name that I used to wrestle under. I'll be a monkey's uncle. Yeah. <laughs> oh. It's my other my other person. I, did, well, I didn't recognize it with the gimmick. <laughs> right. I be a, yeah, somebody else was telling me that they worked me. I've been around longer than dirt. <laughs> yeah. Look if at that. you would have either one of y'all would have a choice right now to wrestle, let's say for a, a particular company, like if you had a choice even to go to the uh, 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 AEW or go to WWE, first of all, which company will you pick Ooh. and why? And sucker, suckerly. If you did, uh, who would you like to wrestle in the company? Because who you think is the you know the, the best worker? Because you know it's all about work. You know, right? Uh, if y'all could kind of figure out what I'm trying to ask you. But before you yeah. answer that, do you guys even watch today's current product? I'm just curious because a lot of guys don't. Yes, yes, I do. I not. don't. No. Nope. Yes. You do. I do. Okay. Because okay. I'm a fan first. Right. I understand. Once that. a fan, yeah. always a fan. Oh yeah. So, can't so be a what, fan company, and not what company would, would you? If you had a choice between the two. prefer Vince or Tony Khan right now? Right now, Tony Khan, AEW. Interesting. Really? Okay. Reason being is, first of all, there's so many skinny little guys there, okay? Okay. <laughs> then if I put on another 25 pounds, You'll wipe the floor be, with all of them. Back right, in the day, right. yeah. Okay. Uh, there's not a whole lot of old school, but whatever old school type wrestling is, mm -hmm. you see it once in a while. They have AEW, more of it than yeah. what Vince is offering. Yeah, and I who would you. I want to wrestle there would probably be Jericho. Chris because Jericho. he has been everywhere. He's so great. He's done everything. He's great. He's old, like me. He can <laughs> still go. <laughs> he still knows how to sell tickets. Right. That's the kind of guy that I'd like to be under the learning tree with. Right. Fantastic. What, what about you, Mancho? Well, uh, the first part of that question is uh, which... Vince or Tony Khan? Well, I'm not going to hop on a sinking ship. Let's just say that. And you know what I'm saying. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Vince. I'm talking to you, man. I'm talking to Titanic, and it's going down. Yeah, it is. But it's right. I'm telling you right now to your face, man. Mach, can you elaborate on that? Why do you feel that the WWE is, is, is the Titanic? Please Well, explain. you know, I mean, first of all, 
when you got competition out there and you don't admit to having competition, okay. and then you get rid of your best guys. Oh, like when, Daniel Bryan and then right. bringing back CM Punk and Bray Wyatt is suddenly like looking for work and uh, Braun Strowman and right. uh, yeah, go on. That is not a smart business move, uh, and I, I don't need to tell a millionaire the yeah. greatest you know mind in the business ever. Right. But something is not right. Yeah, you know he's making some really poor decisions, and that ship is sinking. Mm. And uh, AEW is you know going to capitalize on that. And uh, so if I was an active wrestler, I would want to be over at AEW, and I'd probably uh, like to like I don't watch the product, so I don't know a whole lot of people right. over there. But mm -hmm. um, CM Punk. Because I do believe, and I have wrestled CM Punk because I was down at nice. OVW. Right, that, yeah. Nice. And yeah, nice. uh, I actually had a, uh, he was the OVW champion, mm -hmm. and I had a, a match with him, um, and it was for the title. So I got me a title shot. Versus CM Punk. And Very nice. You know, he got lucky is what happened. Uh, of course. Of but course. right there, man, I mean, that's my decision. I would right. go to AEW, I would wrestle CM Punk, right. and then I would be the best in the world. Nice. Look, well, I nice. got all you guys here, and you guys were talking about weightlifting before, because I'm right. surrounded by guns with my water pistols over here. Uh -huh. But I wanted, to, I wanted to know, wrestling calls for a lot of agility. Wrestling calls for a lot of flexibility. You had one of the best damn drop kicks I've ever seen. How, how do you ride that line? Because weightlifting is about bulking up. How do you ride that line and keeping and maintaining your athleticism that you need in the ring? Is there a fine line there? Did you ever get a little too big where you're like, wow, I got to pull back because I can't do some of my moves? Did any of that stuff ever come across for any of you? Well, well, no, it's not. The waist have nothing to do with the seat. <clears throat> and, and Moncho will tell you the same thing. Every individual is different. You either flexible or you're not. Right? Okay, okay. Some people got flexibility. You take like uh, getting away from just a muscle. You take like Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh my God! You, you know, yeah. come on. Here's a big old guy. Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. Kevin I mean, Owens. When you yeah. look at these guys, the last thing you expect Bam Bam to come off that top rope. Okay. You know, King okay. Kong Bundy. People say you pressed him. I said I told Vince Senior. I said no. I, I, uh, uh, he jumped. All I do is just follow him. So it got nothing to do with. The monster may have a different perspective on it, but as far as I have seen, I, I don't think it had anything to it do didn't with effect at all. Right? You even okay. you even got that ability in you, or or, or, or you don't? Because right. I know people that don't have no muscles that can't move. <laughs> right. And uh, you know, if you don't if you don't stretch and you don't right. uh, yeah. you know, work on your flexibility, you know, uh, it doesn't matter how big you are. No. Honestly, like because here the British Bulldog is a great example. Yeah, he was jacked. Yes, yeah. that dude could move. Oh yeah, like he was a cruiserweight. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah, he's yeah. so flexible and and just could just uh, his moves are so explosive. Yeah, and you see even some of the tiny guys now that are you know 160 pounds that can't even do Keep, what he yeah. can do. Like Mark Henry slam dumping a basketball. Right. I mean, who yeah. expect a 400-pound man to slam dunk a, yes. a basketball, right. you know? Right. I'm going to ask you guys one at a time. Randy, how do you feel about today's smaller wrestlers winning world heavyweight titles? <laughs> I think it is... I think Satan's taking over. <laughs> man, okay. we're getting all biblical now. <laughs> he's taking over, okay? And he's, he's trying to change. He's trying to ruin... Our business. How dare he? It was. It he took a lot of years for us from this? from Luthez okay. and Carl Gotch mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. Mr. 
USA Tony Atlas, mm-hmm. guys like that who built on the business right. and made it professional wrestling. Right. Now they're trying to take it away. You got a bunch of 160-pound kids doing all kinds of acrobatics. Nobody's got a finishing hole because everybody kicks out of everybody else's finishing right. hole. Okay, right. I'm telling you, there's a force trying to take over, but we're not going to let them. That's right. Macho Badness and Randomania. We'll you know, no, I'm... No, Vince, not as well as he think I know him. Because when you are underdog, people will say things to you and do things in front of you because they got no fear of you having any type of retaliation against them. I think you got a hell of a point there about he want to kill the business. That he want to. I always felt he want to be the last of the Mohegans. Wow. He want wrestling to leave with him. He do not want to leave it. My wow. wife, well, my wife said something wow. to me one time. She said, uh, "That's uh, like megalomaniac." Well, well yeah, but what? when Vince Senior father told Vince Junior, okay. the only way you're gonna get this business is from my cold dead hand, and Ooh. I don't think he want to leave the business. My wife said Ooh. to a to a stranger. See, when Vince yeah. is no longer here, that's Triple H business. Mm. So you may have a Hell of a, hell of a freaking point about that. Muncher, what is your opinion on something like what he just said? Well, man, I got a lot of opinions about <laughs> uh, how much time we got on this show, man, because I'm going to tell you right now, I don't even watch today's product because I cannot take somebody that looks like, uh, you know, the person that bagged my groceries at the supermarket. Right. Wearing a title, you know, and calling himself a heavyweight. You're not a heavyweight. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're you're 150 pounds, and they're probably exaggerating that by 30 pounds. Yeah. How, how did you, know you guys I mean? feel when Rey Mysterio won the world heavyweight That's title? different. Rey is different. Explain yeah. why. Explain. I understand. I get it. But, I don't think but, so. Okay. Why don't you? Wait a minute. 2.0 is supposed to be cohesive. What's going on here? He's well, got bigger arms. That's right. But I got a bigger mouth, brother. Oh, there we go. I'm going to That's agree. balance. That's balance. That's balance. Uh, go ahead, man. Say what you got to say, man. Take it Probably away. Here's a good point. Maybe not, but let's we'll, we'll hear do about point it. Count- <laughs> we'll do point, counterpoint, hoaxster, right. ran- ranster. You know, we talked about today's business, yesterday's business, the, yeah. the great grocery baggers, as opposed to, you mm-hmm. know, you walk in a bar and you got guys like Dusty and Murdoch and, and uh, <laughs> Wahoo yeah. sitting at the table. You. you know, Tony Atlas, too. You know these guys are some kind of athletes. They look right. like it. Now you sit next to a bar with a guy on TGI Fridays or something, and you don't know what he is. Okay? Right. When that all started with me was when Mysterio beat the big show. Okay. How can a little 160-pound guy jumping around beat a 450-pound guy who's supposed to be the giant? You know? okay. Remember, he started out as Andre the Giant's son, remember, way mm-hmm. back when? And got into sure. it, but uh, sure. Uh, well, you know, that's to me, there's no way. That's possible because I was there when Hog Swallow beat Mark Henry, the world's strongest oh, man. Stop, so will you? Hornswoggle. That never should have happened. That was ridiculous. That's right. Well, Hog Swallow pinned me, too. Why did you let that happen? I didn't. I couldn't beat him. You know, I mean, some things are okay. done for us. He's, he's you staying know. with it. He couldn't beat him. The mighty Hornswoggle. Please help me out here, much. <laughs> some things are done, you know, for entertainment. Of course, when you got Hornswoggle, you know. Going yeah. over on Mark Henry, obviously, it's like a ha-ha type of, right. you know, I mean. How about course, a guy like Orange Cassidy who doesn't take his hands out of his pockets and pin, he pins you? You know, I got to say this, man. 
from a non-wrestling standpoint, it's it's entertaining. Entertainment. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. Because yes. nobody's ever done that before. Right. To see a guy run the ropes and his hands are in his pocket the True. whole time and stuff like that, it's kind of, you know. Different. I Like, yeah. you know, I'm not going to... Uh, I'm not going to believe if he beats somebody, you know, um, you know, in a in a legit match type of situation. Mm-hmm. But um, because there's got to be comedy, man. You know, there's got to be comic relief. So he's like a comic relief. You had uh, Santino, Morella. You know, he was a great wrestler, but nobody ever knew it because his job was to be funny, and right. he did a great job at it, and he didn't mind. Why do you why do you guys think that today's generation of fans look we we got to be realistic about this today's generation of fans love this stuff why do you think that is that they love this they don't mind that the guy is smaller they don't seem to care whether or not Tony can pick up half the studio and throw it across the street what what is it what has changed that for, what do you think it is about today's generation that makes them not care about well, these sorts of things the internet yeah number one they're idiots. Okay. Right. Well, don't uh, block, Mach. You're blocking. Don't block. Let yeah. us know how you really feel. Okay. They are. Uh, they wanna. They wanna be able to. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Participate. Like, well, they want the chanting, see, maybe, or they want to see that with something like uh, they. They want to be wrestlers. They want to be. Okay. You know, you got your ordinary. Uh, you know, Joe Schmo sitting there on the couch, and they want to be. They want to be able to be uh, identified, right. you know, with what they see. So it's like, well, sure. if this guy could do it, you know, I could do it. Right. You know what I mean? Like, in other words, uh, if you're watching someone that's like a superhero, then it's like watching somebody that you know that you could never be like. But it's like, you know, by watching somebody that uh, doesn't belong on TV and you don't belong on TV, it's like saying, you know, like, uh, I could be that guy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where is your cut? Where, where is your cutoff point? For example, what I mean by that is, is as and it's and it's well documented mm-hmm. that Triple H and Vince felt that Chris Jericho, Chris Jericho, was too small. Mm-hmm. I never felt that as a fan mm-hmm. watching him. I always felt that he was more than, and he played so big. You know, yeah. to me, I always saw him as a heavyweight. Where's the cutoff? Where does um, it go from, ah, he really is too small to, no, nope, well, that works for me. For, first of all, to answer, to go and answer that question and here, I understand where both, you see, Hogan came along when I came along. When I first started wrestling, George Scott took me out there and said, see all them people out there, Tony? Everybody out there believe that wrestling is fake. It's your job to prove them, them to prove to them that well, it's not. Right. So my job was to make the people believe uh, and then what I did, so I, I I would not do anything that was not believable. That's why when Jimmy Slooker came off the top rope, they carried the guy on the stretcher call. Normally, people would not believe that a 270-pound man could do that to you and you get up and walk away. But I pressed that. I'm a guy. I'm 6'2", so a guy's falling uh, uh, t- uh, 10 feet out there, even even though even though the uh, the person could get up, the people's not going to believe it. Right. Like when Kim Patero lift against, uh, he was an Olympic champion, lift against superstar Billy Graham. They thought it, if Patero won, they thought it was fake because how can a guy with all their muscles be weaker mm. than a guy that have that that, that is kind of chubby? So I understand where he's coming from. It's old school to make the people believe. But then I also understand what 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 Mancho Man is saying over there. Is like when they look at Mancho. They, they read comic books. All of us grew up reading these comic books. Sure. So when they see Monster, they see a real live 
superhero. Right. There's a superhero right. that they could see, that right. they could talk. So they don't see Macho Man or Hogan as wrestlers anymore. They see Macho and Hogan as, as super live superhero. I mean, you read about Batman, but they, you know there's no Batman. You read about Santa Claus, well, well, but you know wait, there's wait, no wait. Santa Claus. Wait a minute, but there is you read, But you read, about, you read about Macho, what? you meet Macho. You read about yeah, Randy, you, you, you can meet these superheroes. And so I think what how they see y'all today, answer, you know, to answer all of our questions, they don't see you as wrestlers anymore or entertainers. You guys are like real live superheroes, kind of like in the comic books. I mean, Santa Claus, you're not going to see. Batman, we all know that's make-believe. But the Muncho, he, he's not a make-believe. He's a real live superhero. Really? Uh, Hogan, he's not made up he's a real live right. superhero that right. people could touch and feel and and get to know and they could identify like uh, monster was saying identify with being with this superhero gotcha right. gotcha all right folks we're going to take a quick commercial break and we will be right back with mega powers 2.0 yeah you are watching atlas and the pharaoh see you in a sec how much more time do you treat your dog as part of the family? <laughs> well, so do we. So why not celebrate your pup's birthday with the ultimate party box? Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Party Pup Info, and let us make your pup's party or any celebration perfection. Wrestling fans, now you too can look as cool as Monty and the Pharaoh by wearing the official Monty and the Pharaoh sunglasses at night for $8.99 each. That's only $8.99 each. Now available at MontyandthePharaoh.com. Muncho Man, yeah, you are going to wrestle this weekend uh -huh. at Madison Square Garden. What? Cut me a thirty-second promo. Ooh, nice. Ooh, yeah, Madison Square Garden, yeah, MSG, New York City, yeah. Me and Tony Atlas going one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. And Tony Atlas, you don't stand a chance against the Macho Man, do you? No, you don't. And if you even look at Elizabeth the wrong way, right in the mouth, yeah. Wonderful. Cut me a promo, brother. You're going to be in the Philly Spectrum. Well, let me tell you, brother. The Philly Spectrum. September 2nd. Ravish and Randy Hogan. Let me tell you, brother. And the Macho Man himself. Going to team up as Mega Power 2.0 against the World Tag Team Champions, Jimmy Farrell ah. and Mr. USA himself. Tony Atlas. They are big, they're formidable, but there's no way, brother, that they can take on Macho Madness and Randomania running wild. And what are you going to do when the two of us run wild on you, brother? I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to stand on the apron and let him wrestle the match. Because <laughs> that's how we won the tag titles. Oh. And you were in the ring the entire time. The reason, I asked the reason that I asked y'all to do that, I 
here to say I doubt there's anybody in a WWE that could do that because y'all ain't live. Right. The last time I was there, they gave me a strip yeah, to tell me how to wrestle and yeah, what boy. to say. So every word that I say was written by some little 20-year-old kid that just got out of college. And what y'all got, the talent y'all got got to, to, to cut a promo, it, it, it's real. And that was a, that what I believe is missing in the business. Yep. I, I doubt that there are very few wrestlers that is making big money that I say did what I just did when you got cut me a 30 sucker promo and y'all could just boom. You know, you're in character. You, you know, you, you don't stutter. You know what to say. And and, and that's how I wrestled. Well, when, when I first started, they would say, Tony, you wrestle against a mantra man. And what you're going to do, uh, you got to go uh, a 15 minute match. And we want to put Monster Man over. Because the heel was in one dress room, the baby face was in the other dress room. Right. So then I didn't I, I didn't get to talk to him. We had to do it when we got to the ring. We called the match in the ring. We called Ad Libbing. We did an interview. The interview was done the same way you guys do it. Monster Man, you're going to wrestle in the spectrum against Hogan. Hey, I hear that you guys were the best tag team around. Now there's a little heat between you guys. What caused the heat between you and Hogan, Randy? Well, he's got uh, lust in his eyes, man. We all know the story. Yeah, you do, man. Don't even shake your head. You know you got <laughs> lust in your eyes. Don't accuse me of nothing, brother. Don't accuse me. You know what I'm saying? You got lust in your eyes for Elizabeth, man, and that ain't gonna fly with me. No, it's not, yeah. You look into my eyes right now, man, and no, you brother. understand one thing, no, man. Brother. You understand that Elizabeth is mine, yeah. Don't even look at my property, man. Don't even look at my First property. of all, brother, let's get something straight. I got no lust in my eyes for Miss Elizabeth. Lust in your eyes. <laughs> I can't help it if she's got lust in her eyes for me. Oh, I can't yeah. help it that my wow. little macho just can't take know. care of business. Ma easy much, easy much. Running wild, baby, with a 24 centimeter pythons. That's right, brother. So, don't baby get up. Don't baby get up, brother. Because if I get up, you're going down. Gentlemen, please, please, gentlemen, please. Yeah. Order. Don't we must have order. Don't get me. Yes. Don't make me hook up. All right, man. I'm going to be professional right now, yeah. But when the cameras turn off, yeah, man, that's when the action is going to end. Yeah, because y'all got to remain friends. Elizabeth, because she might be knocking on my door tonight. Y'all got to remain friends because I forgot to tell y'all before I before I started stirring the pot. Y'all got to, as a tag team, y'all, even though y'all is over, is getting bad about Elizabeth and all this stuff, you two guys got a tag team coming up for the World Tag Team Championship. So y'all going to, what? how y'all going to mend things between y'all for the match? Man, I can't trust him, man. You know what I'm saying? I can't trust him. If he's got a wandering eyes, if he's got lust in his eyes for Elizabeth, yeah, then he doesn't care about yeah, but, nothing. Yeah, but, but fellas, no. this is demolition we're talking about. You guys got to be on the gotta same page. Got to fight axe demolition here. You got to. Let me tell you, brother. Elizabeth wanting me over you doesn't matter. Business is business, brother. That's what we're taking care of. We're taking care of business. Demolition, okay? They can put their funny face paint on. They can do what they want. They might be big. They may be muscled up like you. I don't know, brother. But when you drop that elbow off the top rope, ha! I drop the leg across the throat. We get the belts. We get the tags. We don't got to like each other. Elizabeth can pick who she wants. But you and I are going to be the world title holders. 
And that means money. That means everything else. That means maybe Elizabeth, brother, wants us both, okay? Ooh. Because we will both be champions. I'm down for that, brother. Ooh, I don't know. Can we work together? Macho, your thoughts, please. See, here's the deal, man. You said Elizabeth way too many times in that conversation. <laughs> I don't even like that name coming out of your mouth. You understand what I'm saying? It's written on my lips. Yeah, bro. it's written on your lips. Another thing that's gonna be written on your lips is my fist. Boom! Right there in the mouth. Fellas, 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 the mega powers are imploding. Good job, I Tony. Be sure that you still stay in tune up here, brother. We know you're a little shallow, okay? Oh, we know you're focused on Elizabeth mm -hmm. because you can't take care of business at home, and I can. But that's okay. We're gonna tag up. We're gonna beat demolition. We're gonna be the world title holders. Elizabeth can choose who she wants. Tony, keep these two on the same page, will you? This is greatness yeah. here. Save this. You know what? You know what? We're partners. Yeah, we're partners, man. Get one thing straight right now. One thing straight. If you ain't never gonna have Elizabeth. And you're never gonna have that title, you know why? Because after I get done beating those guys, I'm gonna beat you, take both belts, take Elizabeth, and we're out of here! Oh. Yeah, I'm leaving you with nothing! Well, let me ask y'all, before y'all before y'all started but ripping please, each but, other apart here, I just no, got one no, question to ask. Here. Now, y'all know me. I just want to know one thing. What size shoe does she wear? <laughs> oh, <my. laughs> Now y'all can have sick, sick, yes, sick retired professional yes, wrestler. Yes, sick. Yes, sick. I'm sick of it. Sick man. About open wow. Please, huh? please. I should have known that was coming. I like to slip on sleeker. Now, now I know, Randy, you got like the legs and a nice body okay, and, 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 and everything. And, and, and I know you like the pretty long hair and everything. Now, y'all can have all of that. He just but wants the feet. I think, I, I think y'all win the title. I think y'all destroy X Demolition. I think y'all get the girl, get the money, get the gold, get everything. All that they old Tony asking y'all is let me sniff the shoes. <laughs> He's sick. He's sick. I don't know, sick. brother. He's on to something. I think we should worry about him, not each other. You know what? I think you're right. <laughs> you I think the main together. thing that we need to do, man, forget about the jealousy, man. Forget about the lust in your eyes. And forget about the titles. What we need to do is we need to get Elizabeth's shoe. <laughs> yeah, we need to get Elizabeth's shoe and bring her right the over shoe, to the Dallas. But here's something you need to know. She wears a size 12. <laughs> oh! You can't tell on TV, but she's got really big clown feet. <laughs> oh, oh, you're killing it. What? Oh, you're killing it. What? I'm serious, man. She got big feet. Yeah, don't you like that? What? Yeah, big... but... And toes, like, uh... <laughs> like claws. Oh, wait, wait a second. Uh, are her toenails at least not... Tony, collect yourself, please. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are right. No. You're right, Tony. Okay. She's got claws, and they, they go into the ground. Oh! Like, uh... Are these you know... toenails, like, green? Does she at least <laughs> wash her feet? <laughs> They're full of toe jam. They're jam. Fungus. That's I'm just rough. saying that, uh, I've seen her climb a tree. <laughs> I've seen her climb a tree. Boy, oh boy. Uh, oh, my no God. Shoes. Oh, my God. Uh, Tony, I think on that note, we're going to take this this uh, train back onto the track and go, go home Sweet now. dreams, brother. You like that, huh? You're going to be dreaming about Elizabeth's feet. Guys, I want to thank I want to thank you both for coming down. Y'all Yo, great, great. Absolutely. Great, great. Mega power. Thank so where you guys, where are you guys going to be this weekend, please? Or you guys got Everywhere. Go ahead, Mach. You want the, you want the, you want the, ESS!
ESS, we got the manager right there. Yeah, why not? Bring him in, brother. Have a seat. Oh yeah. We got the. By the way, he's wearing Elizabeth sleep shirt right now. Just so you know. I was just about to say, don't let anything come between you two, but apparently Eric already has. All right, that's that's great. It's a good thing they're sitting between us right now. It's a good thing. Anyway, this is your cult hero. It's E S S. And from tonight, 5 o'clock to 8 o'clock, just down the road in Comac, Long Island, New York. Not only it's the Mega Powers <laughs> 2.0 and Sabu, yeah. but also Tony Atlas. Yes. And we're at the Wrestling Universe, yeah. the Long Island store. Then tomorrow, the big one, it's Legends of the Ring. That's right, Legends of the Ring tomorrow, 8 PA Hotel, Island Woodbridge, New Jersey. Yeah. Not only is it Tony Atlas, not only is it Sabu, but the Mega Powers. Mega Power, baby! Collide right for you in Woodbridge, Island, New Jersey. Then yeah. after that, all of us, the whole crew, we're going down to the SWF show. That's in Homedale, New Jersey at the Homedale Motor Inn. The Mega Powers explode. Mr. USA yeah. Tony Alice will be there. Just incredible. Sabu. Huh? And who else knows who's going to show up? Hey, Eric. Eric, before we go, do the, the other side. Oh, Eric Sim. I got it. Wait a second. Oh, I saw it today, just wait, now. Wait a second. Oh, Channel wait a second. Wait, He's we'll got two sides. I didn't finish the plug yet. I didn't finish the plug yet. Uh oh. Uh oh. Sunday, Allentown Pro Wrestling World at the fire at the fire hall. I forgot the name of the fire, but it's the fire hall on Seventh Street in Allentown. Look for the big red engine. The Mega Powers, Tony Atlas, nine one one, Sabu. You know, we're all gonna be we're all gonna be there, and then ECW Day. Sabu. Eric, do the dark side for a run out of town. I got it. Do anyway, it. Anyway, legends never die. Just want to make, make it clear. Legends never die till they do. So come out and support us before it's too late. Excellent. Thank you very much, ESS. Thank you, Mr. Hogan, Mr. Savage in my mind. There we go, the Macho Man. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, brother. Thank you, Tony. <laughs> You've been watching Atlas and the Pharaoh, normally Monty and the Pharaoh, seen every Thursday uh, at 9 o'clock. And until next time. There it is. Look at those guys, man.